What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 312 of the Geeks Guys podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. This week, we're geeking out about Skate, I guess. <laughs> the Blue Beetle. And Lord of the Rings. Um, but first, uh, if you haven't bought anything from our shop, you should do so. Um, our shirts are super, super soft. You can go to com slash shop. Check them out. Um, every once in a while, i got to do a little, little plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're getting into the, the games that we've been playing. Go ahead, LJ. Okay, yeah, so I've been playing, uh, I've been dipping back into nostalgia a bit, actually, because I bought a little device, actually. This won't help the audio listeners, um, but it's called a GB Operator, and it's from a company called Epilogue. And I realized I probably could have just asked for one of these and sent an email, but I bought one instead. Um, TikTok yeah. motivated me to actually check it out. It's this thing, it's... You can put a Game Boy Advanced or Game Boy... It looks like a little toaster. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's very small for those of you <laughs> yeah, are wondering so... what it looks like. It's transparent. Yeah, so you can it put in... It looks like a debit card reader. <laughs> it kind of does. Um, so you can put in your Game Boy Advanced or Game Boy cartridges in general. So you just put it in like that, and bam! And it plays... You can play the games right on your computer... You can back up the the save the actual like ROMs. Uh, mm-hmm. You can back up your saves in case like your cartridge has a dead battery or whatever. Um, nice. And you can take those saves and let's say I want to go back and play on my Game Boy on the couch or something. I can go and do that. Um, but That's uh, awesome. I I kind of had an impromptu little stream Thursday because I'm like, oh, this tool, this is a cool little thing. And so I streamed some of it on Thursday, and I pl- bounced around, played some things, and so I started playing Donkey Kong 94, which is one of my favorite Game Boy games of all time, and the first one I ever owned. And it was went really well, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to play this on Friday night, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, where, it, can you remind me where you got it? It's called, it's a site called Epilogue, um, yeah, it's, the company's called Epilogue, and um and it's a way that like you know because we get into the discussion of rom stuff all the time and what's illegal and what's not but this is basically so i'm buying cartridges from like i have some of these that i bought from like over the years a couple from ebay but most of them i bought from dk oldies which is another website it's a retro website i found on tiktok and they sell retro stuff and some of it's like at market price but they clean it up and they clean they clean all their stuff to make sure it's like new. So people get mad on TikTok and they're like, "Well, I could just go to eBay." Well, it's like, "Oh yeah, but you're also gonna get a counterfeit cartridge or a messed up cartridge off of eBay for like twenty bucks. Like you're not gonna get yeah. the real thing." And that's another beauty of this thing is that it tells you whether your cartridge is counterfeit or not. Um, which it's pretty easy to spot those. Um, I, I've learned apparently. Um, but. I mean, Donkey Kong as a whole, 94, that game still holds up a lot. And pe- people have enjoyed Heck, watching me yeah. play that. And um, it's basically they do like the original Donkey Kong style levels. But then once you finish those, it becomes its own whole game. Um, and Mario can do a lot of the cool things he could do in 64. You can do like handstands. You can grab onto these like wires like and like swing on them and launch up to like the higher levels of the of the map and stuff. Like it's... 
Nice. It's pretty cool. Like it's like that's where he got his moves. That's where Mario sixty four Mario got his moves from. It feels like um, super cool though. Um, the, it's called uh, again. It's called DGB Operator from Epilogue. It's only fifty dollars. So it's, okay, because I've yeah. been really and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later. But I've been yeah. on this um a little bit of a kick. Like I've been wanting to play some of my older yeah. um, handheld games and things. And yeah. the problem is that I have Pokemon Pinball and I yeah. really just am in the mood to play that all the time. But yeah. I don't know where, I know where my Game Boy is. I have that. So yeah. I don't know where my charger is. And uh, I'm just like, I can't play unless it's charged. Cause look, my Game Boy's yep. dead. It's, you know, it needs a charge. So I'm just like, oh, do I get a charger? Or do I get one of those? I don't know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it'd be, I'd be, I'd be curious to see. Cause I definitely do have a lot of old Game Boy games. That yeah. Could be fun to break out again. Yeah, and it's cool because it breathes new life into your Game Boy games, especially when the batteries might be going out or whatever, or you know, like because those cartridges don't last long. <laughs> so it's yeah. a it's a great tool, uh, I think, and I was very impressed with how easy it works. Like it shows Definitely. the box art and everything. Uh, on the I remember, like, I probably played Pokemon Red mm-hmm. more on Pokemon Stadium on my TV than I did. Oh yeah, actually in the Game Boy Color. Um, yeah. So, so I can see. Um, the the other like so the other Game Boy games I have that I'm probably gonna play at some point or at least I I want to stream for sure I have Legacy of Goku two which is like a really cool action RPG um, and it basically looks like Chrono Trigger which is kind of full circle um, yeah. but then I also have like this really cool Diablo clone of Return of the King um, and then I have oh, the yeah. um, recently I acquired uh, that the old Episode three game which is like a beat 'em up. And I played that for a little while, and it's like has like Clone Wars style art before Clone Wars was ever a thing, kind of. Yeah. It's just like it's cool to go back to those. Um, so I definitely want to break those out more, like on streams and stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, so um, it's been it's a nice tool, so I recommend it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then the other thing I've gotten addicted to again because I realized I started in like January and I need to finish it before the end of the year because that's what I told myself I would do is um, I started playing Persona 5 Royal again. And I'm like 45 to 48 hours into it which I feel like is pretty modest. Um, I don't know like where I'm at in progress wise uh, because like you're not halfway through doing Royal. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah. crazy. This is It's such a long game, right? It is. But you're, yeah. you're definitely making the pro- progress. So yeah, yeah. Know. Like, I'm not half... I, it doesn't feel like I'm halfway through yet, but, like, I feel like I'm making good progress because I'm not having to grind a lot. For sure. Um, I go to Mem- Mementos at least a few times in between, uh, in between palaces. Just to kind of like grind a little bit and buffer um, and to do some cases, um, but it's so fun. I it's one of the most accessible turn-based RPGs I think is out there. Yeah, um, it's so good. Yeah, and then um, I, I want to play. Scra- uh, I keep on wanting to call it Scramble because that's what it's called in Japan. But uh, I want to play Strikers. <laughs> And, I um, love Strikers. And I wonder what their rules are for, like, streaming as far as, like, because I know it was weird with Persona 5, but I'll have to look into how how they feel about uh, Strikers, because I would, I would love to stream uh, Persona 5 Strikers when I when I get to that. I hope um, it's fine. At least at this point. I mean, well, it yeah. came out, but, like, I hope... It is a Koei Tecmo fine. thing, too, technically, but it's also, like, yeah. Atlas, so... I, I want to look into it because I feel like that'd be a fun action game to stream. Um, 
but uh, yeah, um, that's kind of what I've been playing. I'm going to be playing more Persona. Oh, and the funny thing I forgot to mention actually about Donkey Kong is I accidentally erased my save um, wow. <laughs> before the stream ended. Like I was trying to figure out how saves worked right. And so I replayed up to the point where I uh, where I accidentally deleted my save on stream. So I'm mm-hmm. totally going to um, I'm still going to to be where I was at um, whenever I continue. So that's good. But mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of gaming uh, as always. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit. What have you been playing, Shelly? So I. My husband and I finally platinumed Lego Star Wars. Nice. Which is very exciting. And also, it was it, it took a long time. It took uh, 110 hours or so. Two! Um, yeah, so... But it was really fun, like, pretty much the whole way through. Like, really the only annoyances were, like, minor hiccups and glitches and things. Like, sometimes... Mm. I mean, which is actually pretty classic for Lego Star Wars and Lego games in general. Yeah. Um, a lot of Lego games just have, like, random glitches that just you don't like cause they just happen randomly mm-hmm. but they keep you from progress pro- from progressing so you just have to restart you just have to like you know back out of the planet go back you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. um and those are really annoying but it was like never the end of the world because we always knew like if we were having a really hard time um getting a kyber brick or yeah just doing something we just reset we would just um back out really like we didn't even necessarily have to reset the game most of the time um, or sometimes there'd be a case where we 100%ed a planet, but then the map would still show there being a character or a kyber brick, and we would, like, go to that area on the map, and there definitely wasn't anything, and we're just oh, like, wow. okay, so this is just lying to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that happened a couple times, but again, it, it was still really fun overall. Um, definitely much faster to do with two people. Like, we oh, did yeah. it at 110 hours, but, like, there were two of us. Like, I can't even imagine, like, one single person doing all of mm-hmm. it. Um, because we could just go to um, the planets and just split off and do our own thing. Yeah. Um, each getting kyber breaks and, and stuff. So, uh, and then we would just do all the questing and stuff together. So, but it was really fun. And, and now that we finished that, we kind of told ourselves, we're like, okay, we want to play Fire Emblem Three Hopes. We want to mm-hmm. play that co-op, but we have to finish Lego Star Wars first because we want to. Um, so now that we finished that, which also, mm. I think I, 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 looked at the trophies. I think there's only like, it said like 1.2 players, percent of players have the platinum in that game. So I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's pretty nice. Like, yeah. Cause I feel like most people will play that story. Like, like I will, like most people will play that story and be done with it. And that, and that would be it. Yeah. There's just, there's just so much content mm. and like, it was enough for us, but then it was even maybe more than we wanted a little bit. Like mm. there's just so, cause it's, it's not just. The episodes that you have collectibles, it's every single planet, as well as the starships. So, like, each starship also has, like, five to ten bricks each. So, and it was still really fun, though. And we had all the characters and Mm. all that stuff. So, um, still recommend that game uh, overall, but glad I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Because now we can move on to Fire Emblem Three Hopes. So, and we finally got to the point where we could play co-op because that actually took a minute. So we're playing a lot of Fire Emblem Three Hopes. It took nice. a long time. I feel like every warrior style game I play, um, and granted, I've never actually played a classic warrior style game. I've only ever played spinoffs. Um, mm-hmm. 
with the Nintendo games, but I feel like, or Nintendo and Persona um, with Strikers, of course, but Mm -hmm. I feel like every single time I play one, it's always a little too overwhelming at first. Like, there's so many mechanics and there's so many things um, to, like, keep track of and and, and all this stuff. So um, definitely the case for this game as well. But what's nice about this game is that a lot of the extra rules and a lot of the extra things to keep track of are classic Fire Emblem things, not Mm -hmm. Warriors things. So, um... It's easier to actually keep track of it all. Like, you maintain your facility. You um, can expand facilities to make it um, better. Um, mm-hmm. You could train. You can eat meals with your, um, you know, not necessarily classmates at that point, but, like, your your friends, right? Yeah. The people you're with. Um, and you can do all that stuff. Um, I like the map progression system. I like how it, um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of... Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, hmm. um, just without the annoying like aspect of like needing to wait because like yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition is like oh well we we do this thing colon I'm gonna send you to do this but <laughs> I'm gonna have to wait like two hours for you to be done mm. um, so without that part but like the map structure and how it's cool that it's like okay well you need to fight this battle in, or- in order to unlock this part mm-hmm. um, and then there's all these little smaller things you could do like these resources you can get or you could talk to these people and get um, certain things from them or maybe you can unlock Anna's shop um, secret shop like that's a very classic Fire Emblem thing as well. Um, so, like, that's really cool. I like that. I think it feels, um, it, it does have the wartime aspect uh, down, I think, really well. Mm. Like, that's actually what I think um, Age of Calamity did really well, too. It's just, like, the fact that the gameplay really complements the story yeah. well. And it's like, oh, yeah, you do feel like you're in a war. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. Um, but what I like this game, unlike Age of Calamity, is that it has cool storytelling, um, good characters, and stuff that makes sense. Um, what's interesting is that I feel like with other Warriors games, um, you do kind of just unlock... Well, the end, Strikers is a little bit of a exception, because Strikers was even even more so like a Persona game yeah. um, than this game feels like a Fire Emblem game, even though this game already really feels like a Fire Emblem game. <laughs> um, Strikers essentially isn't even a Warriors game. Like, it's just Persona. That's um, awesome. Which is amazing. It's so good. That one's probably still my favorite Warriors-style game I've played at this point, but I'm still, you know, obviously playing through this. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is that with most Warriors games, uh, the point I was trying to get to is that as you go along, you get more of these characters introduced to you yes. because you got to keep stuff fresh, right? And so, like, with Age of Calamity, for example, um, it didn't really make sense how they introduced characters sometimes, but they would just introduce characters. Um, and then it's like, oh, well, now you can play this person and mm-hmm. um, this random place. In the- but, you know, again, sometimes the story didn't make sense. What I think is cool about Fire Emblem Three Hopes is that you already have, like, a pretty good collection of characters at the beginning, depending on whatever um, sort of path you choose. You know, you cool. still have to choose a class. You have to choose a house. Um, so whatever house you choose, you still already get, like, that collection of people. But as you go on, at least um, we've chosen the Blue Lions one. So it's I think it's Azure Gleam is technically the, the um, playthrough name. Um, but what we do is so we have our Blue Lions, but then as we're fighting in these battles... Every once in a while, we'll find a battle where we see one of the Black Eagle's students or ex-students being like a general. And what you could do is if you have enough, um, I forget what they're called. They're just a a certain type of point, like strategy points. Hmm. You can implement these strategies before the battle uh, or plan strategies before the battle. And there's a whole list of things you could do and you like unlock them. Um, and so one of those things is like, you can persuade that person to join your team. So if you want to play a route in which you just kill everyone and there's no, 
forgiveness and there's no mercy, <laughs> you can do that. However, if you're, you know, people like my husband and I who kind of want to recruit those people, um, one, because it's like, hey, new fun new character to play as, but also it's like, oh, well, we liked them in the mm. last game and we kind of want to, like, recruit all the characters if we can. Like, that'd be really yeah. fun. Um, you can do that. And, you know, with those, with those strategies um, or with those, you could also use your strategy points to um, boost your... Uh, strongholds or make the enemy strongholds weaker or you know maybe partway through the battle they implement one strategy and so your strategy can um, basically counter that one so Mm -hmm. I I think that's really cool I like that a lot so I like the idea that's like that's how they introduce new characters to you is is through like persuading Um, but it doesn't feel like it's not against the story it's like a choice Mm -hmm. Um, and I like that um and I also think it's cool that you still have classic mode. We're not actually playing in classic mode, um, <laughs> but this game would be pretty hard in in, in classic mode, I think, um, depending. Cool. But I I really like it so far. Is is all that being said? Um, so I'm playing that with uh, with my husband Daniel. So that kind of replaced Lego Star Wars. So we're playing that mostly. But again, I kind of mentioned I've been like want to play these handheld games. I was at my um, parents' place, so a lot of my old games were there. Um, and I found Kid Icarus Uprising, and I'm like, oh nice. my gosh, I need to play this again. <laughs> so I started Kid Icarus Uprising again. I'm just playing on my old save, because you can replay all of the old levels. Hmm. And there's so many unlockables, I kind of forgot, um, and collectibles and things, and I don't have them all. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll start here. I don't need to start from scratch if I could just start here. So mm-hmm. um, that game is so fun. If you have a 3DS, please... Uh, it is in your best interest to see if you can find a copy of Kid Icarus Uprising anywhere. It is genuinely one of my favorite 3DS games. Um, it's very underrated. A lot of people don't really like know um, that game or only really know Pit and Dark Pit from Smash. Mm-hmm. I mean, Palutena included um, from Smash, which is fine, I guess. But um, that game is so, it's so clever. I love the just the way they've implemented the 3DS, um, being able to use the stylus. It's a little bit, sometimes your hands cramp a little bit, just the way that they have it set up, but Mm -hmm. um, it's like really unique um, and I love that. And I just really want them to not necessarily make this game onto the Switch because I really have no idea how they would. Um, Again, just because you aim with the stylus and you shoot with the L button, like I feel really hard to implement. But um, if they could make a new Kid Icarus game, if they can make another Uprising or something on the Switch, that would be so cool. But yeah, I mean, Sakura's not busy with Smash. He's I don't know what he's doing. I it's probably I, hibernating. I, know. I mean, and he deserves <laughs> it honestly. But um, it's just a great it's a great game. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Cool. Cool. Over that, we'll get into the gaming news. Then LJ, what's going on? Okay, we got some some things happening here. Um. The first one, the first piece of news I have is that the company who uh, does Warframe, which is the cyborg, shooty, ninja-looking game, that's the best way I I could describe it. It's like a shared world thing, almost kind of like Destiny. Um, It's like that shared world MMO shooter thing. Um, But they have put out a teaser for a game called Soul Frame. Interesting. They have said, like, this is the antithesis. Like, there's going to be a lot more, like, fantasy-style stuff. Oh, they, cool. They say, well, I mean, I'm sure it's probably, like, cybernetic-looking stuff still, too. Like, um, 
But uh, they say that it's like, whereas Warframe is the shooting game, this is going to be the melee-centric. Which is wild because Warframe has melee stuff too, and you can be a melee build in that game if you want. Like, you can, you know, like, it's there's a lot you can do in that game. But I think they've said that they've looked at games like Elden Ring, and the fact that this game is called Soul Frame, it's like, okay, come on, there's gonna be, there's gotta be Dark Souls influences in here. Right, it'll be maybe uh, less of an FPS-focused thing, but maybe it'll be more... Yeah. I don't know what you would call a melee first. I mean, Warframe, <laughs> Warf- Warframe is third person, so this will be third person Oh, well, well. then it wouldn't. Okay, um, third person. But uh, Warframe was very like, okay, let's go to this level, infiltrate, and, you know, do this objective and shoot some dudes, shoot some bad guys or... Or, like, slash, slash some bad guys along the way. Um, they, yeah, they have definitely said they're looking at... They were looking at Elden Ring a little bit. And, you know, how that impacted the gaming industry. Um, so, yeah, Soul Frame does sound cool. Um, and there's a lot of... And this was at TennoCon, which... TennoCon is the Warframe, like, showcase like and convention. So this game is big enough that it has its own... Its own convention, which I think See, is I didn't, awesome. even, I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Warframe, the roots of Warframe, it's crazy. It goes back to the PS3 to a game called, like, Dark Sector, where I think the main character's name is, like, Nathan Tenno. And you get a glaive, and your suit looks like those Warframes do and everything. Like, it's got a lot of... Sheesh! Yeah, it's crazy. It's that like a double... Cool. Like, it came from, like, a double-A, like, B-tier video game. Um... But uh, yeah, so that's exciting uh, for Warframe fans. I've I've dabbled occasionally, but um, mm. haven't stuck with it. Um, the game that uh, I can see myself sticking with, no matter kind of what happens, is um, the new Skate game. And oh, that's it, right. It is no longer Skate Four. Uh, it is now just called Skate, and it has officially been announced as a free to play game. They well. It gets weird because, like, the skate games had, like, these campaigns, like, these stories you could play through that, like, you would work with pros and, you know, do all these objectives and become a pro yourself. But, um, it's, I mean, they're, they're encouraging, like, um, you know, like, wild activities. I mean, it's definitely going to be like, oh, like, this is your playground kind of thing. Kind of like Steep or, like, Riders, uh, Riders Republic and stuff like that. Um... But uh, I wonder, and they have said that it's only going to be cosmetics as far as, like, the microtransactions. Uh, there's not going to be any loot boxes. Um, so it's like, if as long as it's fun and as long as they keep giving me stuff to do and as long as the map is designed really well, then I will play the heck out of it. Um, I still play, every once in a while, Skate 3 to this day. Like, I have, Skate 3 is probably one of the games I've played the most, like, ever probably i got hundreds of hours in skate it was one of those games that kind of got me through some tough times back in the day Um, i've had it on multiple platforms it's one of those games where i would just throw on headphones and just shred like whatever my favorite area was it's it's the game i've probably beat the most i've probably beat it at least five or six times um so i i am curious to see what this free-to-play thing will do, and I'm curious to see what skate brands and what pros are still are out there, um, because skate, you know, skating is not, it's not as big of a fad as it as it used to be. Uh, even yeah, even when these games were coming out, I think this game might have come out uh, 2009 or something, or even the year before. 
um, this, but the skate franchise is awesome, and there's other uh, people trying to make skating games right now too, like Session and Skater XL and stuff. And so this is the king right here. So I look forward to seeing uh, miss the Tony Hawk games. Yeah, and and see that's what's weird is like I went to play Tony Hawk one and two the remaster. And, like, I got bored, like, really fast. Like, because I knew how to do everything, and everything still was, like... Oh, I forgot they did those remasters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're still good, and they're still fun, but, like, I just felt so bored by the arcadiness. Because um, Skate was more, like, simulation-y, and, like, it felt weird to go back to Tony Hawk, because I, I played so much Skate. But Tony Hawk is still amazing. You can get those on Switch now, too, by the way. They're always on sale for, like, 25 bucks. Um, yes. So, I mean, I still recommend those, but... It, um, yeah, I'm, cu- I'm curious to see where Skate goes being free-to-play, because then there's, like, there's so many service games out right now, like, Fortnite's still a thing, and I've been taking a break from that, and I've been playing Fall Guys, and then Multiverses uh, officially launches uh, at the end of the month, and, like, a soft launch this week, and then you got Rumbleverse, which is that wrestling battle royale that's coming out on August 11th, like, there's... Every game wants your time and your attention these days, so I'm hoping that... No kidding. I'm curious if, if this is going to be the game to do it, just because I loved Skate 3 so much. So, yeah. I'll get off my soapbox on that one, but it's just... That's, that's a big one for me. So, yeah. And then the last one, there is a loyalty program coming out that PlayStation has a new lo- loyalty thing called PlayStation Stars. And... They say that there's... So I look at this as like the Microsoft Rewards program. Like if you play games on Game Pass and do certain things, you get reward points. And they say that's going to be how this works. Um, that You're going to be able to earn like currency for PlayStation the more stuff you do. Um, and they also said they're introducing a thing that sounds scary at first, but it's called digital collectibles. And they have said... These are not NFTs. You cannot trade them and you know and, and like sell them, um, because basically they're like digital. I, I think they say there's going to be like a digital collection area where you're going to be able to collect these like digital like three D figurines and like digital collectible stuff for like platinum platinuming a game, like being one of the first to platinum a game or like complete a certain objective okay. in a game. Um, Sounds very NFT. Well, that's why they said like these are not NFTs. You can't trade them. You can't sell yeah. them. <laughs> like there's, yeah. they're going on your digital shelf, which um, I think it'd be neat. Like to be like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I think it'd be neat if they were like actually detailed. But like, let's say you had this like little thing you could go to on somebody's profile, and they had like a digital shelf or something. And you could be like, oh, like they platinumed this game, so they got this like Spider Man figurine or something, or like a little digital like wall of collectibles. I think would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. It'd just be something to just like it's like trophies and achievements. It's gonna be so you can flex and just uh, be like, ha, I did this thing. Uh, so uh, that's cool. I mean, I, I, at least they're not in a, they're like taking the concept of NFTs and like not making them NFTs, which I kind of like. Right. So. Yeah, that's PlayStation Stars. I'm interested in the points system and, like, having wallet funds. Yeah, so with... Because I play, like, most games that I play, I feel like, are PlayStation, like, solo games. Yes. Um, I don't platinum much, but I play campaigns. Yeah, so, like, if you earn trophies and do certain things, and, like, they haven't said, like, exactly what yet, but I think it's supposed to launch this fall. 
Um, but I think the more you play them and the more you like interact with them, like that's with it's like with Microsoft. It's like you score up points that way, and you can get like digital gift cards and stuff. PlayStation used to have a um, it's called Sony Rewards, and it was based on your purchases. Like if you purchased so much, so many things, or if there was a sale, they would be like, hey, double points for this. And I remember buying like a copy of Little Nightmares for twenty dollars, basically for free because I had enough points one time. Um, so hopefully they do something like that and maybe make might make a game full price game. You might be able to shave like ten dollars off of it or something like that, yeah. or rack up enough to where you can just get a game for free. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so there's a lot going on in gaming still. We'll get into movies then. Uh, guys, I finally watched Thor. Yes. What did you think of it? Was... I enjoyed yeah. it. But I think I knew what I was getting into. Right. We so... kind of helped temper your expectations, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't like thinking that it was going to be anything crazy. Um, and I, watching Ragnarok, I was kind of expecting more Ragnarok. Uh, and I feel like I kind of got that. It was just crazy and funny. Um, but I, I enjoyed the humor. I think Christian Bale... Did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people had complained that I know uh, that he was a little silly. Um, and I can see, like, True. if he didn't take the character seriously, why you would think that. Um, so I could see that that kind of point of view being like, he's not scary. I thought he was, like, genuinely, like, creepy and weird. Um, I thought Christian Bale did a really, really yeah, good job. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I... I did not put it on par with Doctor Strange. I think it was better than Doctor Strange. Um, I wasn't able to pull the story apart nearly as bad as I did Doctor Strange. Yeah. There was a lot of things in Doctor Strange that didn't have to happen. That I mean, would have made. I mean, I, I've, I've heard movie. it said, uh, like, that's like, well, why did Gore do the things he did when he could have just literally just walked up to Thor and just tried to kill him instead of, like, Drawing him out and stuff. Like okay, that. I'm trying. That. Yeah, I, I'm trying to stay as bit. like spoiler free as I can with that. But there's just a lot of arguments yeah. like that. It's like, well, why would Gore do this if you know he's such a god hater, or like, why would he want to do his main objective if he's such a god hater kind of a thing? And I'm like, oh, okay, those are valid points. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, I do think the biggest missed opportunity, and this will kind of very vague uh, um, spoiler here. Uh, but I think there was room for a uh, Moon Knight Easter egg, at oh, least for yeah. reference. I know what you mean. And uh, it was weird not Fancy to. Fancy stuff, yeah. Especially because yeah. I think... It, it we, goes back we, to... Well, I saw an article about how like the creators of Moon Knight and the creators of Thor for like had a conversation to make sure that they were aligning with what you know gods in the MCU are like and what mm-hmm. they are. Right. So I feel that, yeah. Yeah, it just seemed kind of odd and like almost like it was missing mm-hmm. um and yeah i don't know that that to me was just weird um i also i mentioned this to you guys uh before i would have liked to see more of gore yes uh the movie's pretty short and i like i love that performance so much that i think it would have been cool to get more uh of yeah him. yeah um, i think it's one of the shortest it's MCU a really movies. short movie it's like one hour and 59 minutes mm-hmm. like well, that's not so short, awkward. I guess, but it feels short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it needed like another hour or anything, but I would take another fifteen minutes mm-hmm. before. Uh, oh yeah, kind of just being weird. Uh, yeah, because pacing is a little. Yeah. I think 
yeah, could have been better. I, I wish a little bit more time. Jane's story felt so rushed and like unused. Like I feel like they I waste, agree. they wasted Jane big time in it for me at least. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Her um, the things that she went through and the things that she and the things that brought her to where she ends up like don't carry as much weight and aren't as like huge as they should have been. Mm-hmm. And feel a little weird. Like that was one thing that uh, Tyke is usually really good at uh, balancing comedy and drama. Um, was... But he with that situation, he kind of fell flat mm-hmm. a little bit um, and just making the situations that shouldn't be funny funny mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's like i think and i mean that's all subjective but i think a lot of the um i might have already shared this opinion in this or I, don't, I don't quite remember but i think that i conceptually liked a lot of the things that happened in the movie like just on a paper on paper yes i was like yeah this is a good idea mm-hmm. and guess all these things but i think they didn't go far enough with some things i think some things like we're just talking about kind of looked looked over and um not used properly not well thought out or mm-hmm. just kind of played for jokes or things like that um so it's just like kind of unfortunate because you're just like you know if you were to give me um not even necessarily the screenplay but just like a synopsis a flat synopsis of like what happens i probably would be like yo this is really good and then i watch the yeah. movie and i'm like wait a second like <laughs> and that's really yeah. what yeah. it it's is weird it's very bare bones yeah. and i want to clarify i'm not saying that taika was like offensive by no any no means, no, um, no he was with not. how he was it was just his humor kind of lightened something that could have it had overshadowed some like areas where i feel like the it could the movie could have been t- taken a little more seriously or at least the plot yeah ha- held a little bit yep. more weight yes um yeah overall i i enjoyed it i think i read this and i thought this was really funny um chris hemsworth and taika uh they are not greenlit for a, a thor 5 at all um they have not signed any contracts or anything like that but at the end of thor uh there is a uh, Thor will return. Oh, um, yeah, well, yeah. Don't know if that's that's super spoiler or not. Uh, He's gonna be but, in season two of Moon Knight. You just don't, you know. I, or gonna yeah, be Moon so movie. he'll show up. I'm like, maybe that's a spoiler, but also it might not be because Thor might not return. Yeah, I'm really okay. Funny. I'm okay with him not though. Like maybe, like I don't think he I needs mean, his own movie again. End credit scene was kind of like. I won't talk about what happened yeah. in the end credit scene, but all I'm saying is that I I think also after this movie, I was also realizing they that um, MCU has opened up a lot of holes. They've opened yes. up a lot of uh, what checkoffs mm-hmm. guns, if you will, mm-hmm. and they haven't fired many of them or almost any of them. At yeah. least in this in this next. That's phase. been a big complaint I've seen from critics in general uh, of the MCU in general is like right now we don't really have a direction. Mm. Um, yeah. And this movie does nothing so, to uh, really bring so, direction to anything. So that cameo was one of my favorite actors, like one of my favorite actors that played in Ted Lasso. I oh, love, for sure, yeah. I love his character in Ted Lasso so much. And I'm so yeah, excited that he's in the off. MCU. Yeah, but it's like, it's just like, especially, yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to really big, big spoil it, but like characters and like people mm-hmm. and, and things ideas that they keep introducing yes. at these last like usually end credit scene or like <laughs> you know offhand somewhat not necessarily the focus of like some of these shows or you know like loki that actually kind of was a focus M- i would say miss marvel um, is guilty of something like that too oh no yeah. I need to watch it. <laughs> but it's like i i at least before infinity war and endgame um 
I think when they did these things, there was still some trust that like, oh, well, this is all going to converge. And we like Mm -hmm. kind of know what's going to happen. Again, like we had direction. We kind of knew what was going on a little Mm -hmm. bit. It seemed to be leading up Mm -hmm. to Infinity War, especially because they kept dropping Thanos, right? In Mm -hmm. multiple movies, they're like, oh, Yeah. yeah, Thanos. Oh, yeah, Thanos. Like he's around he's just lurking until the right moment to strike and then he strikes and then it's infinity war which is very it, it's cool but yeah we haven't gotten any of those things it's like they even have introduced some characters even from those phases that they haven't brought got, brought back like adam mm-hmm. warlock right like that was a huge thing where we're like mm-hmm. oh my gosh adam warlock he's gonna like help to be famous <laughs> and that didn't happen and granted no we have not had a second guards of the galaxy movie so potentially he could be brought back for that but it's like that was so long ago, and now it's like that always. That also seemed like a little bit of an exception of like, oh, they're teasing new character with these end credit scene. Like maybe I'm forgetting others, but when I think about end credit scenes and introducing new characters or ideas mm-hmm. that seem really important, like oh, we need to follow this like now, mm-hmm. right? It's like been phase four, and it's really weird because yeah. we. I'm just like I don't care. I want to like like. On one hand, I. I'm enjoying when they introduce new characters more, but only when they actually, like, you know, actually have them on screen and, like, so we could see them and mm-hmm. get to know them. I mean, them. technically, there's a villain in the original Hulk movie that hasn't had a payoff yet. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. Um, can't remember his name, but the dude with the big brain. Oh, there's, yeah. Hulk so, goo on his head. Yeah, the leader. There's, like, hints at... The leader, that's There was, like, teases of that, yeah. That was a long time mm-hmm. ago. But that's um, out the window now. But at least then... I'm not convinced yet. Yeah, it's like, I feel like at that... least then... Sorry, I'll say one more thing. Um, you could... At least then, even if we're, like, getting introduced new to new characters or they're leaving Chekhov's guns or they're doing whatever, again, at least we have the clear direction of, like, well, we're looking forward to this thing, and if they bring in that character or bring in that idea into that, awesome. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, that's all mm-hmm. we have. We need answers. So it's, like, really frustrating. Because we yeah, don't have anything else. There. Yeah, yeah. We... I'm not convinced that we will have... A convergence of all characters anymore you're probably um, right there's so many of them now uh-huh. and i just think of how much money it would cost to bring everyone together so um i feel like we're just gonna get we'll get payoffs at some point i imagine um but i'm imagining more like there'll be separate teams we got the thunderbolts mm. we have the midnight suns um something with the eternals i guess they're just yeah something that eternals 2 is in the works yep. there's uh um, yeah because then they got the celestials and then there's the fantastic four stuff like there's kang i kang, feel like oh uh, my gosh like is gonna have his own team against him that won't be all of the there's rumors of doom um, uh making an appearance now too like dr doom and it's just like it's getting wild which yeah. i mean he has to since fantastic four is a thing um and they're going to make a huge deal out of Fantastic Four. I, I think like. Doctor Doom is the only villain that could probably be gr- bigger than Thanos as far as like popularity. Like Kang, Ooh. I think Kang, yeah. Kang could get there, but Doom is like the biggest villain. In I'd be, I'll, I'll be excited to see Doom on screen. Again. Um, I feel like, yeah, no, I don't want to give anything away. We need answers though. Uh, I think at this point, and I think we'll get some during SDCC because that's that's next weekend or this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. And then D23 is next month, and apparently there's rumors saying that Feige's going to introduce the cast of Fantastic Four at D23. So hopefully that actually happens. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be cool. There's, I don't know, the state of Marvel is in a really weird spot it is. right now. It is. Um, yeah, people just don't care anymore, but the problem is, like, 
because we cared so much before, at least for me, I guess I can't always speak on behalf of other people, but at least for me, it's like, there was so much hype before, and it was, like, so new. It was such a new thing of, like, having mm-hmm. all these movies come together and, like, be an actual cinematic universe. But now it's, like, I don't know. Maybe I, I just... It's a little bit of burnout. It's yeah. a little bit of what's the point of all this. It's a little bit of what's going to be the payoff. But there's still this mm-hmm. little small hope of, like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe this could be really good in yeah. everything, which is why I still keep consuming it, which yep. is a problem because I'm just giving them more money. <laughs> they don't need my money. <laughs> I don't know if it's because they're running the shows now and that's hurting the budget or if it was yeah. COVID, but it does feel like these all these movies seem like they're on a smaller... Um, it, they feel smaller in budget. Like, obviously, there have been shorter movies mm-hmm. lately. Um, it seems like they're not putting in the work that they were pre-Infinity yeah. War. Um, oh, like for kind sure. of I don't know. Since No Way Home, mm-hmm. I feel like No Way Home was the last movie that was this huge like we're gonna put every poor everything into this no, dr strange i hope this year is just a rough in, i hate phase, to say if you know what i mean no, yeah. <laughs> and then thor as much as i loved it i yeah, thought it was great like, uh, I liked, at what it was doing it also felt fun I, I like shang chi that one felt like a pretty like shang chi was awesome. classic superhero origin like kind of felt back to its mm-hmm. roots a little mm-hmm. bit of, of marvel i, I like that a lot but now when i think of marvel i don't really think of shang chi or Phase 4. When I think of Phase 4, I think of very specifically yep. Thor 4 and Multiverse of Madness. I don't even think yeah. of No Way Home. No Way Home also feels yeah. like it was yep. an entire world away. So, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It, it definitely feels quantity over quality right now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. At least the shows, I've still been really enjoying the shows for the most part. I hope I enjoy Miss Marvel. We'll see. But Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It's nowhere near as good as Moon Knight. But it's yeah. Fun. Um, another movie quick that I saw as well, uh, this is an older one, is uh, The Gentleman. Oh, that came out and, like a couple last couple of years, didn't it? I feel like it's older than that, but let me look it up. Uh, it's got... Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something I can't remember else. his name. He's Jax. Oh, Charlie. Uh, Charlie. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Uh, who I really love. Uh, basically anything he's been in, I thought he's been great. Uh, obviously, he was in Pacific Rim, and maybe that movie wasn't amazing. 2019, so it's relatively new. Oh, okay. I, I figured it was in the last couple um, of years. It is really... So it's a Guy Ritchie film, and... Ah, uh, uh, yes. That's... Yep. The Guy Ritchie film. Yep. It's really funny to me, because I can feel, see his blueprint in Aladdin. I didn't realize that that mm-hmm. was the same director. Um, but it's so weird, because that's like this fun Disney Guy Ritchie movie also did the King like Arthur this... one that Charlie Hunnam was in. Yeah, which I enjoyed. I know a lot of people didn't... Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, it did a weird thing. Um, I don't want to give anything away. I guess I could spoil that movie. No yeah. one cares about it. It looks really grounded, and then at the end of that King Arthur movie, it gets really fantastical, oh. and it was nowhere in the trailers. So it was just really odd to bring like fantasy creatures into it, and I was like, okay, that's <laughs> cool, I guess. Um, the gentleman feels a lot like the Kingsman, mm. and it's this like funny action kind of like really over the top stuff um but charlie hunnam and then matthew mcconaughey is in it as well he plays like a um he's from the united states he's in the uk running like a marijuana uh dynasty basically and uh no no no. the movie's a lot of fun it is rated r for those um they may be sensitive to that mostly for gore but there's if a lot you like of, it, that one you should watch snatch 
That's one of Guy Ritchie's best films. It's got Bre- yeah, it's got okay. Brad Pitt in it. It's really good, and a bunch of other actors. Okay. It's so good. Uh, yeah, definitely not gonna be a movie for everyone. Yeah. Um, if the Kingsman was a little over the top for you, um, this is gonna be in the same same boat. There is a character in it uh, that reminds me a lot of Uncle Iroh, and uh, definitely the best part of the movie. Have you seen it? No, Elton? I haven't. I've heard of it. Okay. Uh, there is a guy called named Coach in there, and uh, this is an older movie, so I'll kind of talk about it a little bit. He gets, I think it might be in a trailer. Mm-hmm. He's about to get like robbed. Uh, by these kids and he starts like teaching the kids how to fight <laughs> like in the middle of this parlor um, and then obviously wrecks him uh, and walks away but very Uncle Iroh nice. feeling uh, it's it's good it's cool. a good time yeah movie that I'm going to want to watch forever I don't know what made me finally get up and rent it uh, rented it off of Amazon out of boredom one night yeah but is that all the movies we've seen I was yeah, because I didn't I've watch not anything. Seen anything. <laughs> All right, I failed. Well, we'll get into the movie news then. Yeah, so um, all of our movie news today is just lots of sort of development stuff, no trailers to talk about, but that's okay. Um, there's stuff that we're excited about for the most part, and I'll get to that. But um, the first thing I want to talk about is Blue Beetle um, is done filming. So, and we have talked about Blue Beetle before. We talked about some good. of the um, shots that we saw on the set. Um, and that is with uh, Zolo Maridonia. Uh, Maridonia, sorry. Um, and he's from Cobra Kai, if you don't know. He's like... Yes. Yeah. So. Plays Miguel. He's great in mm-hmm. Cobra Kai, so I'm really excited for this. Um, I don't even really know Blue Beetle that much, but at the same time, it's like, maybe that's for the best. I feel like with both, uh, with the exception of the Batman, I still really like the Batman, but I feel like, um, generally speaking, I find them enjoying more movies both marvel and dc where it's like or, or shows where it's like these characters i don't know very well because they they can kind of like have some freedom there they can kind of do what they want there's less pressure to have them be like exactly like they were in the comics or exactly mm-hmm. like they were in these you know old cartoons or something so um i think that's gonna be really cool um again he's just a great actor so that's very uh good news uh so that just finished filming what started filming is uh dune part two Yes. And we got confirmation yeah. that we have the same cast as before, which is good. That'd be really awkward mm-hmm. if they just mm-hmm. had, like, <laughs> the different cast. But, I mean, it's good to have confirmation, right? We kind of assumed this, though. I- I'm yeah. sure they signed up for the full, like, isn't it going to be a three-parter or is it just going to be a two-parter? Do we know? Uh, I think it's three. three. Okay. I'm sure they would have been aware of this and signed up for all of them. So, yep. You'll see your I'm Timothy sure, Chalamet. I'm sure they got Chalamet. You'll see your, um, your Zendaya. Um, She'll definitely have more screen time this time around. Right. That's what a lot of people were saying, too. So, um, yeah, I still <coughs> watch the first one. I know it's on HBO Max. I it's so good. Do. It seems it's long, but you'll it. forget, like, how long it is when you watch it. It's just, you get yeah. engrossed in it. Or I could watch it closer to when Dude 2, like, is actually coming out, and then I'll be, like, excited to watch it. You could, because now I'm just waiting. I'm just like, oh, I want it now. Yeah. (laughs) So, again, also good news, but I don't really know what more to say about that. Um, The one news piece that we have that is just really still baffling is this Barney movie. Barney the Dinosaur. Um, Daniel Kaluuya (laughs) is making this live-action movie about Barney. Um, and he wants it to be, quote, heartbreaking. (laughs) Just like... Yeah, I don't... I just don't... 
does it need to be? I don't really yeah. like this idea that I don't know. I feel like we've even talked about on the show before, like you know, like when the Powerpuff Girls thing was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like right. Why I don't know. I don't really like this idea where we have to take characters and stories and like shows of the old that we grew up when we were kids and mm-hmm. make it like dark and make it edgy and make mm-hmm. it like mature. I mean, you can do that. You can make it mature um without it being like super edgy and dark and unsettling. Um which granted he keeps just saying the word heartbreaking in this. I I don't necessarily know if that means it's going to be like a horror movie or something like the freaking Winnie the Pooh movie, which also is ridiculous. I bet it'll feel more like a Jordan Peele like movie. Or like Yeah, that's true. Movie. That's what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of, uh, remember that Power Rangers thing, YouTube thing? Oh, yes. Shankar did? Yes. It was, like, way overly gritty yep. and serious. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous that that's what it'll be, is just this, like, over-the-top ruin. I hope Barney just turns out to be, like, a regular thing. dinosaur, kind of like Yoshi in the old Mario movie. It's <laughs> just a purple T-Rex. Just a purple T-Rex would be legit. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just get annoyed where it's, like, Oh, well, we're going to take this whole thing that you have all this nostalgia for and we're going to make it like, well, we want them to be grown up, which means that they have to like face these harsh realities and they have to like be on drugs. They have to like, <laughs> Barney's they like have a... to be just doing all this stuff. And I'm like, Bar- Barney lives in a rundown apartment to. and is like drinks booze and is just like, like Barney, right. Barney's like, like fat. Yeah. Thor. The Barney in the Barney suit. Barney, <laughs> They get like stranded on an Island and they're like, man, we have nothing to eat. He's yeah. not technically a person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like yeah, it's like, I, I feel like you could still take like the idea of those characters and as they were in the in that old and still make you could still make a mature story for those who grew up with it. But then you don't have to ruin that character, right? Yeah. Like you don't. I just yeah. feel like there's a way. And who knows? We don't really know many details about this Barney movie. All I know is that um, basically his premise of this is that. You know, he's like, oh, David Kaluuya, I mean, this is sort of him yeah. talking, saying how he, like, remembers, you know, the song, but he says, you know, I love you, you love me, um, but he doesn't even, he doesn't even sing it right. He says, yeah. I love you, you love me, won't you say you love me too? That's one of the first songs I remember. That's what, I... ha- what, what happens when it isn't true. I thought that was really heartbreaking. I'm like, that's not even how the song goes. I think he's paraphrasing is what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just shortening it. But I don't care. Maybe hug for, and a kiss for me to you was just like too... Uh, can't say that anymore. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. We don't yeah. need to... You get questions about consent. Like, yep. it gets... <laughs> I can see how it could get dark. That gets so, even weirder since he was hanging out with a bunch of kids. Yeah. Yep. Grown... Yep. It's just gonna be a guy in a Barney suit. It won't even. It won't be like an actual dinosaur. That's now we're getting to like one hour photo level creepiness. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Nightcrawler. Uh, <laughs> Man, I hope that's not it. No. <laughs> I'd rather yeah, documentary. And, and to be f- on Barney. Yeah, and to be fair, he doesn't actually ever say that's gonna be like a horror. He says, um, he does say. Um, he said, I have no idea why. It feels like it makes sense. It feels like there's something unexpected that could be poignant, but optimistic, especially at this time now. I think that's really, really needed. So it could be more of a take of, like, actually trying to take the character as a wholesome character and put him now. Like, maybe it is. I just, I have no information, and I just think yeah. it's a really interesting, um, 
if not weird it's vague uh, <laughs> idea like, i see more of like the joker <laughs> than do a horror movie put on a happy face um in my head and i don't want oh that gosh. so we'll see. yeah i don't want a horror I guess movie we just, but... yeah i guess we don't we need another need winnie the pooh situation I guess we just need more information before we really judge it. I all I know is that when you say Barney live action movie, I say why. Yep. It's, yep. I think we all do. Yeah. But anyway, that's all of our movie news. We don't really have any trailers or anything to talk about, so let's just move on. Cool. Well, we're getting to TV then. Um, LJ, did Miss Marvel finish last week? Is that yes? I did finish last week. Okay, so I watched Miss Marvel yep. as well yep. with you. Yep. Um, what'd you think? Uh, so, so Miss Marvel is one of those shows where, like, I feel like there's an okay episode, there's a good episode, there's an okay, like, it's very, like, it's not super consistent, but it's also not bad either. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really like the, uh, the, the previous episode, which was, like, a lot of a flashback and, like, just, you know, digging into past stuff, which, which I thought was really good. Um, but then this mm-hmm. finale, like we finally, it, they did the thing where it's like we finally get to see her become more of a super, more of a hero. But also, I if the rest, I, I heard this described on TikTok, and I'm stealing it. If the whole season was done the way this final episode was done, it would have been amazing. Like I think it would have been really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely reveals there, which I won't say, but have probably been spoiled for a lot of people on the internet. Yeah. And and that's why I say like we Marvel needs to give us answers at this point. Because now you're yeah. not ashamed to drop these hints and be There is an end credit scene to yeah, it. Yeah, well yeah, even in the end credit scene it's like, okay, well what's up with that? Um which that's more of like I feel like that 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 kind of thing was expected in some ways, but also just like, mm-hmm. okay, what are we doing there? Um, because of the Marvels. Yeah, just another setup that um, we don't have answers to yet. But it's just, there's so, there's things that left, left me with more questions, which in the state that we just talked about that the, the newest phase is in, I don't know if that's a good thing right now, but also I'm like, if they have some roundabout way of explaining it all and being like, okay, here's what happened with this and here's this, and now there's how we get to this. Like, I hope that the explanation is a great one. Because they're gonna need to answer some stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I as like the show as a whole, I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. Like it was, you know, um, as far as represent- representation goes, I don't know how like accurate that stuff was. Um, but I, I mean, it was a f- it was a fun show. It wasn't a bad show. Like Moon Knight, kind of some of the decisions in Moon Knight left me kind of scratching my head, but it was still a really good show. Um, same thing with Miss Marvel, I guess. Like, there was still decisions and things they did that had me scratching my head, which they kind of walked back by in the final episode with with that, mm-hmm. with that like, other reveal. With, um, So it's like, I'm also confused, but I'm also intrigued. And it's like Shelly was saying. It's like, we want to know more, and therefore we keep watching and consuming. Mm-hmm. So it's like... All right, Marvel. Like I can't, I can't keep backing you up. I can't keep defending you. So <laughs> give me, give it to, give me the answers. Let, let me know what's going on here. And so I hope that we're gonna get some of that uh, this week and with D twenty three. Like it's, it's time. Like I feel like this is what right. they've been been building up to this year. So now y'all got to, you, you gotta fess up and you gotta open the door now. So hopefully mm-hmm. they do that. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, some unanswered questions for mm-hmm. sure. 
uh, in the finale. And I don't know. I think it was probably the weakest of the shows for me so far. But I didn't not yeah, like it. Like, it was like, good. I was like, maybe just because like, I'm not super interested in Miss Marvel, like in Miss Marvel as a character. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, I mean, everything about it was like solid. But it wasn't like I was not blown away by any of it. It did have, uh, and I, I kind of argued against this, every once in a while it would go away in an episode, but it still felt very much like it was a Disney Channel show uh, about, like, high school, but then it had a good budget, and then every once in a while it would be a Marvel mm. thing, and I loved when it was a Marvel thing, and I'm sure for some people, the high school stuff uh, was probably really good. I'm sure, like, a younger yeah, audience see, was probably... I thought- able to relate to that a lot I more. I thought their high school stuff was, was better like, than Homecoming, because I hated Homecoming for all the high school shenanigans and all the, all yeah, the kids stuff. That's fair. I mean, I came around on it. Yeah, I think but... it does it well. It's just not something that I care yeah. about. Um, for me, I want I wanted to know more about the, the superhero yep. part, and uh, this show being kind of an origin story, uh, there wasn't a lot of superhero stuff till, till mm-hmm. the very end. Uh, but... I didn't hate it. I mean, it was. Yeah. Good. Uh, I would definitely say watch it, especially if you're planning to watch the movies, um, because I think that this is going to strongly impact um, a movie coming yep. out. I don't know when the Marvels is supposed to come out, but that's been announced. Yes. The Marvels is a. I think show we got Marvel. Obviously, we got Wakanda well. Forever next. I think. Oh wow! I think. That's crazy. <laughs> that seems like it's so. Far away. <laughs> I know. Uh... I have I'm to look. I'm amazed that we don't have trailers for things before, like, like there should be a trailer, I feel like, out now for whatever was coming out after well, Thor. that's what so, SDCC is going to be. Yeah, I, we do have She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, She-Hulk, She-Hulk is a thing, too. Um, so, we do have Marvel stuff coming out. It's also weird. But I think as far as um, movies, I think it's Wakanda. That's, uh... Yeah, that's cool. And then, Elder, you've been continuing on with Dragon Prince. Yes, um, Dragon Prince is amazing. I love the pacing of that story. <laughs> now it's... You're finally watching yeah, it. Yeah, but I love how, like, okay, like, season two is finally getting into some big stuff now, which is also good because it's, like, I'm glad it, it doesn't feel rushed. And so now it's, like, mm-hmm. ooh, like, stuff is happening, um, which I really love. Um, and I've, I've watched an episode of, like, season, th- uh, season three already, um... Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna watch all that pretty soon, and I'll like I did with the other two seasons. I'll probably I'll be able to finish it before <laughs> next next podcast. So I'm gonna do it. Um, it's exciting. It's really well done, and I've, the characters are so well written. That show has some of my favorite side characters, and a lot of characters that don't really matter. Yeah, uh, but the, some of the side characters are really good and amazing. Um, like the pirate with two eye patches. <laughs> I'm just he's like, so oh my god, so silly. He's like, just gotta feel the wind. Like, and he's like, and then Callum's like, oh really? Like, like magic? And he's like, no, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> show's so good. Callum be like, magic? Yeah, like magic Did is like no. <laughs> and then narco. He's like, yeah. And then uh, two uh, two eye patches and a bad case of narcolepsy, and he just goes. Whoa. Like he just like passes out right there. <laughs> it's just so, so much funny. chaos in one man. Yeah. You're just like, uh. oh my gosh, <laughs> like that. It makes me want to rewatch it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I'm Might I'm excited too. to watch season three. Um, and see, and all those characters are are. It's amazing along the span of the journey how those characters have already kind of entered different places. Um, mm-hmm. which doesn't feel like it's not in a very long span of time either. 
It's in a very short span of time, uh, which is which is yeah. cool. So, yeah, I think it feels very natural. I feel like I think the Dragon Prince got a second graphic novel just like this week, like that. Just uh, I'll have to I'll have to I'll oh, have to catch those oh. on Comicsology or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, I've also been watching the Solar Opposites, which is not Rick and Morty, but is same same creators, like, same creators, and then like I said. One of them is the same voice. Yep. Uh, uh, the guy plays Rick. Justin plays Rowan, probably. Basically Rick uh, in this show. Um, it's fun. It's also kind of a rated R Ooh, comedy. Yeah. Uh, it got a little... They're, they're taking more risks this second season. Mm-hmm. I've only watched the first one so far. Uh, really enjoyed the first season. Uh, like I said, they're taking more risks with this one. It got a little more risque. Um, so kind of be aware of that if you're watching it. Um, but... If you like Rick and Morty, it's it's stupid fun. Cool. Um, yeah, makes no sense. Everything is ridiculous. Uh, I still think out of all of those kind of shows, Bob's Burgers is the best. Oh, like, Bob's ooh, Burgers! You, adult you comedy gave cartoon. me the perfect window to let everybody know that the movie is officially on Hulu and HBO Max right now. Okay, perfect. maybe I'll watch that. <laughs> it's it's good. That's awesome. That's good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. I want so to. Good. Well. We'll get into TV news then. Um, we've got a couple things. Uh, let's start with probably the most exciting is the Lord of the Rings trailer. Uh, came out. It's like two and a half minutes mm-hmm. long. We got quite a bit of footage there. They called it a teaser, which I thought was weird. <laughs> it didn't feel like a teaser. There was a lot. Um, for me, it felt kind of like... Uh, it felt very Lord of the Rings at times. And then other times it felt like Shannara Chronicles. Like, just budget. Yeah. Wasn't there, so I don't know how I feel about and it it's yet. It's so hard because we have the movies to compare to, and it's like when you set a standard mm-hmm. so high for that IP, then you're expected to meet it. Yep. Well, I think it's interesting too. Is they seem to be following the way the movies look. Yeah. Which um, they, so need they to... said this wasn't necessarily connected to those movies, but like the dwarves look like the mm-hmm. dwarves. Um, the orcs kind of look like the orcs. Uh. I think it's an interesting choice. So, we're going to compare to the movies when they mm-hmm. look so closely I, like the movies. I'm not as nervous about it as I was before not seeing anything about it, but I'm I but mm-hmm. I still have reservations. Was it Wheels of Time? Is that Wheels Wheel of Time, Time was came rough out? from what I heard. Yeah, I only watched the first episode and I wasn't into it. So I didn't even bother cuz I'm like I got no connection. Which Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't read the book, so I didn't know anything. Um my wife ended up watching all of it. She said it was okay. Um, I saw there were these minotaur looking things at the end of the first episode that looked very like CW-esque and I was like I'm good <laughs> so hopefully there's more budget behind this I imagine they're probably putting a lot behind it and it'll be it's good so much money um, mm-hmm. yeah I think I, I've been talking with my friends about it I think our consensus is that it looks like it's going to be visually very very good like the Mm-hmm. shots and the things it's like oh this looks really really mm-hmm. pretty but the story who knows right because it's like they're and, and and even you know people complained about this before with Galadriel it's like oh Galadriel is not supposed to be this like warrior princess type person mm-hmm. um, she's a really really powerful sorceress like fighting melee is like kind of beneath her mm-hmm. right like she's it's it's not mm-hmm. necessarily like this like 
oh, she can't fight, like, sort of feminist ideas. It's more like a, she's actually just so powerful that, like, why would she be physically fighting with, like, a sword, you know? Like, and so a lot of people are already complaining about that. So there's further complaints I've heard about that. But um, the thing that kind of concerned me was um, there's, there's hobbits in the teaser, which, like, obviously, like, yes, there's hobbits in Middle Earth. I get that. But mm-hmm. I think we, we were talking and someone brought up a good point where it's, like, the hobbits, the fact that Frodo, Sam, and all of them uh, were hobbits in Lord of the Rings was really significant, mm-hmm. right? Because hobbits don't really go anywhere outside the Shire. Same yep. thing with the Hobbit, right? They made this really big point about mm-hmm. Bilbo being a hobbit. They're like, well, you're sneaky, but it's like he was the only yep. hobbit of their dwarf crew, um, or mostly dwarf crew, I should say. Um, and for both of those franchises, it was like, it was a really big deal, Um in the books and into the movies that it's like, okay, the the main character and main characters maybe um, are hobbits, but it's like a really big deal that they're leaving the Shire and most hobbits don't do this and mm-hmm. most of them are not involved. All this stuff. Like, that's a running theme even in the books. Yeah. Um, so my concern is, like, they're introducing hobbits in this teaser, which granted that maybe they don't, maybe they won't have a big role at all. Um, we don't know, but it makes me concerned that they're trying to put hobbits where they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. um, and that they're going to just be like, well, like it makes me it makes me wonder if um, someone up in Amazon's like, well, this doesn't look like Lord of the Rings unless there's hobbits. Like it's not Tolkien unless there's hobbits, which is not true. Right. I That's thought they were calling them like halflings statement. in this. Like I don't know if they were full on hobbits, but they're basically smaller statured race but they definitely looked like hobbits too though i mean it looks like the shire yeah like i'm sure i think it was the shire they definitely think they were hobbits i just don't want them to be like throwing in hobbits just for the sake of making it look like tolkien making it look like the the rings because again that's also just going to mess with the story where it's like hobbits historically don't get involved bilbo was an exception Mm -hmm. And because Bilbo was an except, exception, he made Frodo also an exception, by the way, by because they're related, right? So it's like, that was one thing, mm-hmm. too. But I don't know. And I'm not even the biggest, like, I haven't, I'm not, I'm not a big into, like, Lord of the Rings lore. I don't really know all the lore. So I know there's other people who have even more complaints than I do. But I think it's fair to say that, like, I think visually it's going to look really good. But I, the, the story and characters are going to be really questionable, until we get more information. How is the acting going to be? How is the acting going to be? How is... I don't know. It's like... Uh, what's crazy about Lord of the Rings yeah. is like... It's so, so good. And yes, there's really cool shots. And really cool like practical um, effects that they use and stuff. Um, but like what people remember with Lord of the Rings... If you ask anyone who's a really big Lord of the Rings fan... It's the mm-hmm. characters and it's the story. Yep. Um, and it's like the themes. It's not really like what you're actually visually watching so much as those things. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be really interesting to see if this I'll, again, like, if people want good story and characters, so no matter how good this show looks if it mm-hmm. doesn't have good story and characters um, then it's gonna be bad, like, a lot of people who are really into Lord of the Rings um, don't really like the Hobbit series, or they only like the first movie, um, they don't really like the other movies and I'm actually in that boat um, I actually liked the first one, not the others, uh, having read The Hobbit. Um, mm. I think they just added a bunch of weird stuff, didn't make sense, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I'm scared for the show. I also, I don't know. I'm nervous, I guess. I, I had to uh, I had to look this up because they are, they are called, so they're technically proto-Hobbits. They're called Harfoots. 
Oh, really? So they're like early hobbits. They're not like specifically yeah. hobbits, but yeah. Because okay. I knew there was, I remember reading like something about there being like a specific thing that like they added. Yeah, some Stephen Colbert knowledge. Well, like, <laughs> I, like I looked it up because I remember like the big thing was that like people were upset or some people were like, oh, there's a multiracial character in it or something. And I was like, that's stupid. Um, yeah. And but that's, and, those aren't really valid complaints, I don't think. Exactly. Um but yeah, no, there's there's definitely like that did it did look like the Shire, but they are they are basically hobbits, but they it's a thing that they added that's not even in the Lord of the Rings like lore, which See, I and that's also what I'm scared of is people are upset adding, by too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, adding yeah. lore and mm-hmm. stuff that's not there. Like yes. you can have some freedom to kind of like do what you want yeah. in the span of a Tolkien written time, like which yeah. is what I thought was gonna happen. But it, they, I mean, again, the fact that Galadriel's even just mm-hmm. being a warrior type person already—that's already, that's already a, lot, a lot of lore that yep. they've changed. So it's like I, yep. I'm nervous about that. But yeah, it's just kind of unfortunate. I, yeah, I remember I made the comparison because one of my friends um, said that he's gonna be really excited to watch this because he knows it's gonna be really visually amazing. So that he'll be watching it more so for the visuals. Yeah, um, and I'm like, true. you know what? That actually is fair. That's kind of how I treat mm-hmm. the Avatar movies. It's like, you know, the first movie. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't really watch for the characters and story so much as like I, I want to see how cool the effects are and I want to see this mm-hmm. cool world building um, and stuff. And then one of my Avatar. other friends, who's obviously a really big Lord of the Rings fan, was really disappointed that I was comparing Avatar with Lord of the Rings. I'm just like, <laughs> yep, that's well, that's where we are with this show, <laughs> right? Yeah. I am making yeah. a comparison. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, it'll be yep. good. Um, hopefully, they put some money towards the writing and the acting and yeah, anything directing besides well. just like the visuals. Yeah, yeah. Like, but at least it looks pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Lord of the Rings needs to be more for sure. Um, <laughs> and then we got a reboot for a couple different shows. Um, Craig McCracken. I didn't know that was his name. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Craig McCracken. He's the creator of Powerpuff Girls and uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary mm-hmm. Friends. And both of those shows are coming back. Yeah. Um, they're going to be animated. Oh we're not doing like live action, Powerpuff Girls or anything. Powerpuff did come um, back for a short time, but it wasn't from him. And it was from somebody else. Yeah. Oh, I remember it. I and feel both of these shows will work in a modern... They did this really weird self-insert crap stuff, and it was mm. bad. I do remember that was a yeah. thing. I love Foster's Home, though. Like, I watched a few episodes of that, like, a few weeks back. Just for nostalgia, and I was like, oh, yes, this is great. Oh my gosh, Foster's. I don't even remember Foster's that well, like certain episodes. The episode I do remember really well is when um, he goes and joins a deodorant ad company. He's like, Dio (laughs) for your Dio. And then it turns out the deodorant (laughs) ad made you stinkier, and that it was like all a scam. And that, and then hot in I remember the I Love Chocolate Milk. Yeah, and then the the second imaginary friend that cheese. Oh my gosh! And then I love chocolate milk. Yeah, and uh, I still sing randomly. I'll go, oh, ice capades. Which is like (laughs) I don't even know what episode that's from or what's happening in that episode. Remember it? Um, but Blue just starts singing it. It's like a whole musical. They went to like the mall. I think like there's. (laughs) I I vaguely remember some of them, but the characters were like the highlight of that show. But yeah, that show had uh, very much like Ed, Ed and Nettie style humor, mm-hmm. but it was after Ed, Ed and Nettie. Um, I I loved it. And the Powerpuff Girls is great mm-hmm. too. Um, 
I'm, I'm excited for both. Then a, a Yu Yu Hakusho live action. I didn't know this was in the works at all. Um, but we have character. Yeah. I guess you ca- cast reveals character uh, photos. Mm-hmm. And it looks good from the character photos, but I mean, you can't really tell anything. Um, I kind of need them to stop and just make I'm, anime. I'm still of the mind that people should, could have should have given Cowboy Bebop a better shot. And that arcane uh-huh. stole its thunder. Uh, so, like, I think Cowboy Bebop was still fun, but it wasn't the Cowboy Bebop that people wanted. Um, so, I don't know about Yu Yu Show though, because Yu Yu Show is really, like, it's been a long time since people have seen Yu Yu Show. Um, so, I don't really know. Like, I'm curious. I remember it being a little bit more serious. And it's very out there. Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do about the whole Dark Tournament thing. Like, there's... There's so much out there that like, I don't know how they're gonna like portray it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I won't make a like I won't know until we get. Yes, and that's the thing with Cowboy Bebop now. Like having Cowboy Bebop now, I'm like, oh, like I don't know what this is gonna be. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I want this. I don't know if I want the One Piece thing. The One Piece thing uh, sounds like that's actually going to be genuinely good though. Because, like, there's a lot of those people involved are fans, and they're actually building yeah. the ships out of, like, real, like, set pieces and stuff like that. Like, it know. looks... I think it's an instance where an anime should be left in an It anime. looks... Um, like, One Piece, the, from what I've seen, like, the production of that one genuinely looks awesome, and the cast looks like they're gonna be fun, too. Cool. But this, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. A little lost on it. Yeah. Well, had to see. Moral of the story uh, this week is that we will have yeah no really <laughs> i think yeah a lot of these things yep. um lord of the rings you hawk show Barney. blue beetle <laughs> uh, skate yeah actually yeah <laughs> that's the moral of the story yeah, today is don't judge a book by a trailer yeah <laughs> um or cast photos or anything all right We'll end the podcast there then. Are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Uh, not uh, really. Nope. Cool. Well then, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at LJ the Paladin and streaming on our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. <laughs>